Today is the day to wake, work, and win. Welcome to The Standard. game today i love games it's kind of a game okay but for some reason uh you got to tell the story about when you met president obama and oh another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why why we call you Greg at work instead of Craig. So This is great. We had a place I used to work. Huge wildland fire. Ran into the city. We lost something like three hundred and fifty or something homes in oh in a day. Less than a day, it was a couple hours actually. And um we had been on this like schedule of I mean, I basically just didn't go home for a while. And we get back to one of our stations, which was our staging area, and we're all just smoked. And uh, these SUVs pull up, and we're like, "What's, what's this all about?" And this dude pulls out a rifle, and in like a very nonchalant way, and like clearly they were from the military. Yeah. And they start putting snipers up on the roof, and we're like, "Okay, what's what's happening?" And this was election season, and Obama had been to this part of uh of colorado like twice before uh kind of a battleground and uh these secret service agents come up and they're like hey president obama's gonna be here in 15 minutes we need everyone to take all their knives out and all this other sorts of stuff you're gonna stand in a circle he's gonna come up he's gonna shake your hand you can feel free to talk to him and then uh you know that's it. And then he's mm-hmm. going to leave. All right. So we're like, all right, cool. Like, this is rad. And uh, he pulls up, gets out, and starts going around and shaking everyone's hand. And uh, he comes up to me, and he goes, what's your name, son? I go, Craig. And he goes, well, Greg, <laughs> thanks for your service. <laughs> and I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> Greg. So. I met, I met him, too. Oh, you met him at a concert, didn't you? Uh, I met him at his last campaign rally before his re-election. Oh, okay. And it happened to be in Aurora. Um, I was working for East Metro. Nice. But it was at the Community College of Aurora. And, uh, yeah, it was him. But the, you know, they always brought some, like, music guy or something to entertain. You know, these rallies. And it was happened to be Dave Matthews. Nice. And, you know, if there's if there's one guy that's really good acoustic without his band, yeah. it's Dave Matthews. Yeah. 
So the bang bang. <laughs> yeah. So this uh, little two step. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, you know, we all get assigned these spots, right? And um, Rhonda, who's been on this podcast, Rhonda Kelly, she does like um, the first responder, responder strong. You know. Yeah. Her and I are some of the most junior people there. So all the senior guys are like, we're taking this because we're going to meet him. We're going to hang out with the president and all the Secret Service. Yeah. You guys get the lawn. I'm like, all right, you know, it is what it yeah, is. Yeah, whatever. It is what it is, you know? As it turns out, nobody's in the lawn area, right? It's literally Rhonda and I. That's it. And Dave Matthews rehearsing his entire set. And we're literally, I mean, basically from me to you. Like there's, I'm like at the face of the stage and just watching him belt out like a 10 song set. And then he comes over afterwards, shakes our hand, talks to us. He is baked so high, you know, (laughs) (laughs) it was like, yeah, he didn't even, it's like he was kind of looking over us. Yeah. Like, Hey guys. Yeah. I think I should be doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It was awesome. It was great. Uh, And then. At so at this end, point you're like I don't care if I so and and I don't know if I said before maybe I said before it was my thirtieth birthday. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I I I actually left my house and I was joking. I tell Sarah, I was like, see you, see you, Sarah. Going to meet the president. Oh, that's you know? awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chuckled. Well, later that night, after the rally's over, after he spoke, you know, place is crowded, but we're in the lawn area and Rhonda and I are like front and center. And he walks this line with everybody along the front fence line. There we are right at the end and shook his hand. Thank you for your service. You know, yeah. like, like you. I didn't introduce my name, so I didn't have to worry about, you know, Tom being John or something. Yeah, nice. <laughs> so, uh, but it was pretty, it was a cool experience. I mean, you know, say what you will about presidents and political views or whatever, but just the institution and having the opportunity to meet whoever the president is at whatever time, like, how many people get to meet the president of the United States when throughout their life, you know? So it's yeah, pretty cool. It's interesting you say that because we had some guys who were like, I'm not shaking his hand. Oh, geez. And it's just like, if you're an American, you need to appreciate the fact that, like, this is an opportunity to meet the highest office. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, One thing I've always thought about the president, too, is I, I truly don't believe that one person, this one person in a government of checks and balances will ever affect your life. You know, whether it's a Democrat or Republican, has your life really changed that much? I mean, there's just between the house and the Congress and uh, yeah. everything, Senate, everything. It's like there's that just, one person gets all the blame, right? Like he does. Yeah. You know, whether you, whether some of the policies that get enacted while they're in office affect you, you know, there, I, there are totally policies right now, that will either positively or negatively affect your life. And, but like to think that it's the president that's doing that. I yeah. I guess, I guess that's a better way of putting it to think that it's solely him. Yeah. It, it, that is wrong. You know? Yeah. You, you, you might be pissed at a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, but to just, uh, you know, put the blame squarely on one person, it's like, uh, that's not how yeah. it works. They definitely have an influence on how the country's run for X amount of years after. But before they get in office, things are put in motion. Yeah. And they either take credit for it or they take the blame. I mean, presidents only make a couple hundred thousand dollars a year. You honestly think that that position has the power to like, completely I, change the country? No. no. And I mean, 
I guess. I, I mean, they make a couple hundred thousand a year, but their big thing is once they leave office. Oh yeah, the speaking I, engagements and the book deals and all. Well, that. Like there are there are billionaires that are making more uh, changes to your everyday lifestyle mm-hmm. than 100%. than what the taking advantage of you more. Yeah, yeah. but it was it, cool. It was a cool experience. I'm happy he, that. I mean, I think you could attest. I mean. Very genuine president, very socially capable, you know, more than uh, one of the most that we've most capable socially, I think, that we've ever had. He was very, very, very presidential. stately, presidential. Yeah. And when I met, it was very genuine. Yeah. You know, it wasn't just like, yeah, yeah. I mean, like he, he looked people in the eyes. Like anytime he, I saw him talk to somebody that night, it was, he was paying attention, you know? Yeah, there's some stories about Clinton like that where he'll come back to a small town and know the name of the you know person who's running true. the shop. And again, regardless of political views, that's a pretty impressive yeah. human to meet. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Well, we're, like I said, we're gonna play a game. I love that it. That was a little sidetrack, but we're gonna play the best and worst of what? I don't know. Assignments, jobs, careers, whatever. Oh man. Yeah. Like what? Like what was your worst job? My worst job was I worked that I can remember. I think I worked in a kid. So like uh, in high school, and I want to work at the same. Re- my buddy's a server at the restaurant. I'm like, I want to work. Yeah, we'll work together. We play ball together. You know? Yeah, come on, you get hired here. This is gonna be great. It's gonna be fun. Well, I mean, he was serving, and I was in the kitchen doing dishes and just all you know, cleaning all the grease traps and. Ugh. This sucks. That sucks. Yeah. That's a bad one. Nice. What's the best okay. job in, in a restaurant? Probably bartender. 100%. Yeah. That was one of my most fun jobs. Yeah. Was being a bartender. It's hard. It's harder than I thought it was going to be. I worked at a place called the Gin Mill or the Sin Mill, as some people call it. Yeah. Which is one of those like blackout bars, you know, like. People are in there till close. Yeah. I started as a bouncer and ended up being a bartender. But, um, you know, those days, like opening day, because it's right next to Coors Field, uh, you'd get there at like 10 a.m. People come in drunk. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, slinging drinks is it's a good time, but it's a hard lifestyle. You know, like you're leaving at, you know, probably 3 in the morning after you're done doing the cash register and counting tips and stuff. And you're drinking all night. I'm sure there are bartenders yeah. who don't, but you know, it's a party atmosphere, and it's just a it's a hard life. Yeah, there were some professional bartenders when I lived in Chicago. That you know, it was a nice restaurant. They'd come in, they'd know your name, they'd know your drink. I mean, those people are making six figures. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, I think bartender's probably the best job at a restaurant. At a restaurant. Okay, what What's the worst? Oh, bus, bus. Waitresses get hammered, too, though. That's a tough gig. You get to keep your own tips, and you're good at it, maybe. It might be worth it, you know? Yeah. I could see where pooling tips can be frustrating if, like, you got a shitty server, you know? Yeah, but if you don't take care of your your bus boys, you're never going to No, I think pooling tips for them, but sometimes the servers would pool tips, you know? Oh, oof. Yeah. Yeah. Got a big class coming up. Another one. Yeah, excited. So... We just finalized it, April 29, 30, Saturday, Sunday, 2023, right? So it's going to be two-day class 
at South Adams County Fire Department. Again, same places we did in October, but Forge the Basics, two-day class. We even got a couple people signed up already, which is great. We haven't put it out, but officially, it's out there. Yeah. We had some uh, former classmates reach out, and uh, they got a rescue recently, and one of their things they said was that what they learned at our class was like huge for being able to get in first and making the rescue. And then they went back to work right afterwards. Yep. So, and if you're a Patreon member, we're going to give you a hundred bucks off. Yeah. So you just uh, join the Patreon, have the code on there and uh, you can get a hundred bucks off the class. Biggest thing is, you know, two days, it's a lot of work, but the instructors are working right there with you. You know, we, we try to put the class into five or six groups, but you have two to three instructors with you in each group. Plus you've got a, an instructor teaching the skill too. But the biggest thing is we're there with you, man. It's, it's fun. It's a it's lot hard. of work, a lot of work, but it's a lot of fun too. So, uh, you can go to our website, find out more information. You can, like I said, sign up on our Patreon and you can find out more information like that, but, uh, we'll be putting the links out on our social media. You'll see that quite often. If you got any questions, reach out to us. We'll see you in April. All right. Let's just say within education, like let's say you're at a high school. What's the best job? Gym teacher. Gym or shop. Ooh. I loved my shop teacher. Think about this. Okay. Think about this. I'm, how about the building engineer? Oh, man. Just walking around no, making. No kids. Yeah. You don't deal with kids. You don't deal with parents. Yeah, but you, you also you also don't, don't deal with drama. You don't get the upside of like having an impact. But maybe you can still have that positive impact. You can still get to know some of the kids, but oh. you don't have to get, get be involved in any of that. You're like the cool uncle. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's hard because you, you, there's. I think there's a little barrier there. Like, yeah. not, the kids aren't going to high school looking to befriend the the janitor building engineer. You know, there but, are some kids. But maybe if you're like a cool dude and everyone, you know, yeah. I think you're labeled a pedophile at that point. Well, I think yeah. you're like, hey man, uh, kind of hanging around the lunchroom a little too <laughs> too much. Shouldn't you be doing, <laughs> doing something, something else besides <laughs> watching us? But what about teachers? Like what? So the best teaching? I mean, I don't think gym teacher is as cool as you think it is. Really? I think you get a lot. I mean, it's not like being a coach where everybody wants to be there. I think a lot of kids take gym class because they have to. They have zero athletic ability. You're teaching them how to do a push-up. You yeah. Know? Um, I don't know. Oh, dude. I, I, but I, I, I think you're off in your own land and you... That. Did you ever, do you ever have to do, like, uh, dancing? It was usually in middle school. Mm. They, uh, we had this one teacher, and uh, she would, like... We, we learned how to, like, square dance and do the box step and yeah. do all that sort of stuff. She had the worst halitosis. And What's for that? some... It's like when you have, like, chronic bad breath... Ooh, nasty. Yeah, dude. She'd always pick me to like be her like partner. You're like, and I'm like, please no. <laughs> <laughs> I think then I guess I'll go shop teacher. That dude was pretty rad. I think anybody who takes shop is I mean, that's a choice. I think everyone needs to either because we had like a mechanic shop, small engine shop, and then we had a wood shop. That's pretty cool. You gotta take again, like this is like a I went to a high school that was privileged enough to have these things. But if you do have an opportunity to take either one of those classes, you have I think you have worth to. It. All right. Oh, dude. So <laughs> I didn't know that you had to pay for all the wood you used. 
Uh, so we have to like make this table as our whatever, and I make it out of like some like Brazilian walnut something. Hell yeah! And so my dad gets the bill for this shop class, and like, I'm, first of all, I'm terrible. Second of all, like, I use all the scrap, and you pay by the board foot. Yeah. And I, oh man, my dad was. What are we talking like thousand bucks? Um, I bet you at the time it was like 600, something like that. And you did not bring home a table that was worth $600. You know, uh, my sister used it for probably like 15 years. Oh. So it, it got some, it got some use. It was like, it was worth 600 bucks, but yeah, my dad was pissed and I'm like, I didn't know. <laughs> How about construction? Oh, I got, I know this one. I'm saying, I'm saying the worst is summertime roofer yeah that's a bad one uh yeah i was a laborer for a while and that's a, that's job sucks you do all the jobs no one wants to all the bs work but yeah roofer in the middle of summer i, I think um i think like being a like a plumber or i think a trim carpenter something i mean all those jobs inside you're not really you might work with someone but you're not really reporting to anybody um you're not here's why i say trim carpenter okay is because when you're any other type of sub the other subs fuck you over like you lay out your hvac and someone uh, an electrician comes in and has to move something cuz they need to put their wire somewhere and you know they could they could wreck your terms going where it's going the molding's going where it's going i think framers have a good I mean, they work by themselves. Granted, you got to deal with the elements, but uh, as long as you're not dealing with the customer. That's what I was thinking, you know, oh, you might make the most money or kind of have the less or least laborious job by being the contractor who manages it. Oh, but dude, now you're having to the worst. go back and forth with, the, with the, the customer instead of just show up to your job and get paid. If you're building a spec house, it'd be good, be good. to be a, a contractor. Yeah. But otherwise, man, dealing with the the customer and all the subs sewer work can be pretty nat like backups that can be pretty nasty you ever cleaned out a grease trap so we had a i didn't know what a grease trap was because yeah. we didn't have them in illinois but we had well, one you probably did they just they were buried or well this one was buried yeah. but it was it hadn't been cleaned in lord knows how long we bought the house in my world and when we uh when every time we'd use the sink this like is this a corona yeah this like Same wretched thing. wretched smell outside yeah yeah but it i was, bet the trees grew really well right there oh dude the, we had the most incredible flowers yeah. you can imagine yeah. but yeah it was underneath our deck so we had to like tear up the deck and tear up the whole entire backyard and we just bypassed it but you cleaned yours out yeah cuz i didn't know we had so a problem so what explain what a grease trap is well so the this was built as like a almost like a drum in the ground, concrete cistern, whatever. Big. Right. Yeah. Fifty to hundred gallons. The sink water goes in that potentially has grease in it. The grease falls to the bottom. The water stays on top and then when it reaches a certain level, let me think no. It drains out. The water drains, but the grease doesn't. Well, but the way it is is the outlet is at the bottom of the tank. And so the water level in the grease trap has to get so high that pushes the water out. So I think the grease is, I'm sorry, the grease settles on top. 
That's it. And then the water. The water sinks down. Okay. And then as the level goes up, the water goes out this outlet. And then once the level gets high enough in the grease trap, it kicks it back basically to the main sewer. Gotcha. Yeah. But when it gets full. It plugs and and all that was happening with us is the water was just coming out. Because the only thing that covered it was this brick like covering. Yeah. Weird. So how'd you, how'd you clean it out? Shot back. Whew, that must have smelled so bad. Yeah. It was bad. Ugh. But it wasn't like, I mean, still, it's a lot. Of, I'm sure it's a lot of bacteria and everything, but it wasn't shit and urine. That's true. Unless there were savages peeing in the kitchen sink before I moved in. Hey, man. I had a sub, one of my places, pee in the corner of the basement while we were remodeling. Oh, come on. And I was dude. like, seriously, dude, you got a drain right there. Right. You have. All you want outside in the back near the alley. That's low. That's a low like, bit. Come on, dude. there are so many places. Pee in the goddamn sink. Right. I mean, but in the corner, and it's like, anyways, the joy of that. So, all right. How about like healthcare? Hospital. Did you ever? Did you ever work at a hospital? No. That job's tough, man. In a in a like ER like that. Yeah. yeah Twelve hours. Yeah, I think probably nursing home would be the worst like a dementia alzheimer's <sighs> thankless thankless that might be bad or like potentially like kids like some of those some of those places we go where the kids are you know the, the oh some behavioral behavioral issues yeah that would be a tough thing to do those people are saints, saints. Man. absolute saints as far as the best job I mean, I think you put your time in, but being orthopedic surgeon could be a really surgeon be cool, you know, because then you can you have like these automatic results to to you're say like it. a body mechanic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the tools they use. Yeah, could be could be kind of cool. You got to grind pretty hard early, early, yeah, to make that happen. But yeah, I would see that as a, as a super good option. How about how about like retail sales? Let's. Dude, I, I never Say, worked retail. No, but I I would imagine that's pretty rough, dude. What about like a car dealership? What's the best job you could have a car dealership? Finance guy. Because the deal's already done. Deal's done. You You're right. The negotiations done. All the BS is done. And you don't you just like you don't need to like drive around with some jamoke, and yeah. then he wastes your time. All that, and I'm you're probably making some good scratch. Probably. You're right. I don't even know if there's... Being a salesman's got to be tough. It's grind. Yeah. Every day. You know, 10 p.m. closing, 8 a.m., you know. Yeah. Holidays. Yeah. Not good. Yeah. Feast or famine, like most sales. Yeah. Okay. You had a sales job. You liked it, right? Yeah. It was was phone stuff, Inside sales, phone. Yeah. I mean, it was okay. It was okay. You learn a lot. You learn a lot about people, industry. You learn a lot about buying and selling and yeah. just negotiating. I mean, it, it prepared me a lot, you know, 18, 19 prepared me a lot going to, you know, I got a realistic view of like what's going on in the world. What about, uh, what about the fire department? Ooh, best and worst job. Yeah. Truck captain, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're wrong. Uh, it's a good spot. Yeah. I had a really good, when you have the support, uh, being, like a training officer is very is pretty cool. Yeah, very rewarding. Um, what when you say you have the support? What do you mean? Well, I mean, so you can 
if you believe in the product you're putting out is a, a direct reflection of you and your staff, you have to be able to implement things and you need the support to say, get rid of people or just say, or have the support to say, yeah, run with that. You know, right. this is a new idea, a new topic, or this is how we want to teach this. Yeah. You need people above you to go, go for it. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that sounds good. What's the worst job? In the fire department? Mm-hmm. Paramedic. Yeah. That's easy. Now. Not a paramedic on a, on a good call. Right. It's the community medicine type, you know, style of paramedicine. Yeah. I think, you know, well, and now when you look at what's going on with us with, you know, a couple guys on the liability that's coming with it now. Going to prison. Potentially. Yeah. Then 100%. Because now you're putting, you're putting your families, you know, welfare at risk. And it used to be to like, do. if you were bad, you need to worry about it. But those two dudes were some of the best paramedics we were at. Yeah. Yep. I actually don't know if there is a really bad job on the fire department. Yeah, I mean, compare in in the whole scheme of things. Yeah, like the worst job on a fire department was probably better than every position in many other industries. In the police department, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I think that it's the cool thing about the fire service is that you can make your job whatever you want. Let's take uh, uh, the quartermaster. You know, oh, I gotta go and I gotta hand out boots and socks to everybody like that job sucks it, i mean you can make a lot of difference there i think it's all in your attitude and like how you how you go about taking ownership of whatever your position is is it as good as being on a roof at a structure fire no but can you make it your own can you make that job fun and interesting and have people come want to work for you totally yeah i agree this might be outside your realm, but uh, let's just say, like, sports team. Whether, like, professional, amateur, whatever. What Think about from players to the clubhouse guys to trainers to... NFL kicker. That's a great... You're right. You don't Long. get no CTE. You get good money. You could completely save... Like, you could be the hero. You could be the hero with three seconds of work. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but you also could be the Scott Norwood of the Buffalo Bills, or you could be the Robbie Gold of the Chicago Bears. Well, he was good though. He was fantastic. I guess that's what I'm saying is like you could be one of the like most Vinatieri. revered. Yeah, like one of the most revered players on the Super team. Super Bowl rings. You're healthy. No, yeah, you're like no, no head injuries. Get to eat whatever you want. You is know, there, is there a kicker like spot in any other sport? Um, I mean, not hockey, not, not soccer. I mean, a closer in baseball, kind of like a kicker. Okay. A lot of glory. How many pitches um, do you throw? You, you, j you usually have more electric stuff than a starter, but you don't have the two, three, four different pitches. You got one, one good uh, one. Probably two. Okay. And then how many pitches three. you got to throw? Well, you're usually coming in for one inning. Yeah, but that, game. Could, that could be... You that get, to, be a show, long time, you get right? to show up after game time. But the kicker, man. That's the joint. I mean. That's what you want. I mean, I think the longevity is just there. I mean, well, Morton look at some Anderson's of the, and the. Yeah, I mean, some of those kickers Janikowski. have been around. Janikowski. Janikowski got big. Yeah. But, yeah, I think that's the. that's the, What's the worst? 
the worst position any any practice squad yeah you're just getting like crushed. practice squad minor league do you you know i don't know like you're just you're looking on the friend you're so close okay. but they're like hey man we need you to come you know d up on jordan for this week or something okay like, yeah, let me get my ass kicked <laughs> you know i don't know what about in a band does this include like the the groupies and everything like well, all just the, breaking down and moving the stuff terrible that was one of the hard, you did that yeah, that was one of the That's hardest right. gigs so i worked for a entertainment rigging company and you god this job is fucking so thankless so most of the people who are doing these load ins and loadouts are people on work release from like, like oh, prisons geez, and like yeah. drug addicts so we were we like set all the speakers and you know all the all the stuff up in the grid and so we were kind of like on the on the food chain we were way higher up because you have like technical skill but uh most of the dudes that i worked with because i stayed in state and most of the dudes will do a three-hour load in they will drive to another city to do a loadout. And so they are like methed out of their minds. Oh, man. And so you get there at like whenever the show ends, so midnight, and you work until everything's down, so three hours. And then the next morning, there's another show, like at the Pepsi Center. And so your load-in call time's like 6 a.m. because you need to get everything set before the band gets there. And so it's a fucking grind, dude. It's a super, super hard way to make a living. What do they do when these methods just don't show up? Do they have backup plans or do the guys who are higher in the food chain now they gotta kick you know, basically chip in and I never ran across that. I mean, the group that I worked for, uh, they were pretty tight knit. You know, like they even though they were all messed up, they were on time. They yeah. you know, they did their thing. The people who like move the boxes out of the truck, I would imagine that there's a ton of staffing issues with that. Because it's really hard. It's really early in the morning. And, you know, some of those people have a hard time even getting to the event center. Yeah. But, yeah, you'll you'll see those dudes, like, set up hammocks and stuff like that up in the rafters. And when their points are, like, when all the stuff's up, they'll get a few hours of sleep. And then it's a tough game. Yeah, exactly. All right, last one. How about... Social media, online, networking. What would be like the best position? Uh, if you have someone doing it for you. <laughs> so like here's, we, uh, uh, Lexi does all of our social media stuff. And she's been doing a fantastic job. I did it for like a month and I wanted to throw my phone So content creation, it drains you, man. Well, it's just never ending. Well, I mean, more or less putting it together and the planning part of it. Yeah, and then and then you work so hard on something and it doesn't hit, and yeah, you're like, yeah, yeah. Ugh. and then you do something that's ridiculously silly, and it does really well. Yeah, and yeah, I think that's that's a hard gig for sure. That'd be the that'd be the worst spot. Yeah, I think if you have if you're creating content, and then someone does everything else for you, that's awesome. What would be the best then? That. Oh, just right. like you're putting you're putting stuff together, and someone else takes care of the editing and the posting and 
you know, running multiple accounts and getting back with people. I mean, yeah. that's, that's a big job. All right. Well, game over. Game over.